What's one good thing that emerged out of the COVID mess that we've been through as a nation, really as a world in the last two years, is the exposure of what the public school system has been teaching to kids for probably 20 years. But nobody noticed and nobody got the eye-opening realization to watch what was broadcast over the internet because all of these students got sent home during COVID and the parents got to see the garbage that the public school system has been pumping into these children for decades. Hello, everybody. I'm Janice Christensen, and this is The Tangled Angle. Here on this podcast, we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in politics, government, and American history, and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband, Dan Christensen, who is in the House of Representatives. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. When I released my podcast, probably one year ago, May of 2021, podcast number nine, Public Schools, Government Indoctrination Centers for the Left, I had no idea that more revelation would happen, that more revelation would come out, that more revelation would be known about what the public school systems are teaching our children. And I am so happy that this has happened. Statistics show that before COVID, approximately, and it's hard to get the numbers on this, 1 million kids in the United States of America were homeschooled. Now, in two short years, it's over 5 million children. They've joined co-ops, they've joined parent groups, they've joined online schools, they've joined homeschool co-ops in their neighborhoods. A lot of churches have started homeschool support groups for parents and homeschool idea groups for parents who are trying to homeschool their kids. This is amazing because I believe this is the remnant that God is going to use to save America. The children that are not brainwashed by the leftist Marxist ideologies in the public schools. I am so happy. I am so happy about this. When my husband was in the legislature for 16 years, and I say we got out in 2018 like he was getting released from prison, but (laughs) he got out in 2018. We decided not to run anymore again. We decided we were done. He'd served for 16 years. I call it he served for 16 years in the war. And when we got out of the what I would call the war, because politics is war for anybody who wants to do good, for anybody that has good motives, for anybody that has good intentions, It is a war zone. It is completely a war zone. And no, they're not shooting bullets at each other, but they're, it's, it's an ideological war for the future of America. And so when my husband got out of the legislature, I was so relieved because we had fought and fought and fought for what I would consider right causes, the right motivation for things. But one thing we really saw from the insider's point of view, is what is going on in the public school system. And what I want to address about the public school system from the 10,000-foot level is the public school system has an agenda, and they have a belief system. 
every school, every corporation, every business, every family has a belief system or they have a core set of beliefs that comes through everything they do. For instance, a lot of now through COVID and the whole woke corporations that are happening, all of this has been exposed and many people are now seeing the motivations of many different corporations, what they put their money behind, what they spend their quote unquote volunteer time doing, And it's come out through our United States government. What is their motivation? What is their core set of beliefs? Originally, the founders of our nation in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights in the Declaration of Independence, you will read throughout, they talk about nature's God, they talk about providence, they talk about the providence of God. It was based on a biblical belief system to set up this form of government with three separate branches of government to balance out the power amongst the citizens of the country and not leave it in in the hands of any one monarch or dictator or tyrannical leader. Well, we've drifted so far from that, but every corporation in every country and every family and every school and every single entity has a belief system. And when my husband was in the legislature all those years, we realized that the belief public school system, their religion is the environment. Their religion is man. Their religion is not based on biblical values. It's not based on the fear of God. It's not based on honoring the family, honoring marriage between one man and one woman, protecting children, letting children be born letting children flourish, even if they're going to be born poor or middle class or whatever it would be, is how our nation was founded. And now the public school system wants to play God. They want to tell you who you should marry and that you can change your gender and that you can make all these decisions that are really God's decisions for us. And they can mess up all these systems. And now the public school system has drifted. Well, it never was. The public school system is about 100 years old, and it was founded on on the belief system to separate the children from their parents. And if you want to hear the history of the public school system in the United States, I cover that in podcast number nine, like I said, and I talk about public schools, government indoctrination centers for the left. Now, the public school system, there's no more secrets. They're not even trying to hide it. And I am a product of the public school system. I went through public school, K through 12, and then I graduated from the University of Washington in the 1980s, extremely secular university back then. I remember during one of the Christmases, the daily newspaper, which was the campus newspaper, had a Santa Claus centerfold. And it was disgusting. And this was the 1980s when this was, that, that was, that was unheard of. And I saw that on the college campus and I thought, surely this is the armpit of sin. So the public school system is always been hostile to kids. And if you believed otherwise, then you have been misled by their, their sweet talking messaging and the really kind teacher that your children had. Yes, maybe your children did have a very kind teacher, but The belief system of the public school system has never been about supporting marriage, supporting the family, honoring the parents, letting the parents being the primary educators of the kids and the public school comes alongside and helps the parents. That has never been the public school system's motivation. 
To review some of what I said in my earlier podcast, the public school system here in America is about 100 years old. At the start of the industrial age, industrial barons started public school to give rural men, women, and children, especially children, just of enough of an ability to read and write to mold them into compliant factory workers. A man named Frederick T. Gates who was then the chairman of the General Education Board in 1916, wrote, The Country School of Tomorrow for the General Education Board, which was founded and financed by major industrialist John D. Rockefeller to push for mandatory schooling, said of schooling the masses. So this is what John D. Rockefeller said in 1916. Quote, The children shall form an ideal society, end of quote. And also, quote, so we will organize our children into a little community and teach them to do in a perfect way the things their fathers and mothers are doing in an imperfect way in the home, in the shop, on the farm, end of quote. So from the beginning, these industrial barons wanted to separate the children from the parents, and they wanted to do in a perfect way what they thought the parents were doing imperfectly in raising these children to be to mold them into compliant factory workers. In this book, the General Education Board in 1916 also wrote, quote, In our dream, the people yield themselves with perfect docility to our molding hand. The present educational conventions fade from our minds, and unhampered by tradition, we will work our own good upon a grateful and responsive rural folk. We shall not try to make these people or any of their children into philosophers or men of learning or of science. We are not to raise up among them authors, orators, poets, or men of letters. End of quote. So did you catch that? That unhampered by tradition, we will work our own good upon a grateful and responsive rural folk. So what is this tradition that's been hampering these families and these children for generations, for centuries? Well, this was written in 1916, and until this time, the United States of America was largely based on the Bible. Until about 1900, literacy and arithmetic and education was taught inside the family, assuming parents had these skills. But they taught especially their children to read, and literacy rates were much higher in New England because much of the population had been deeply involved in the Protestant Reformation. And what did these Protestants want? The parents taught the kids up until the early 1900s how to read so they could read scripture. And this is why there was a high literacy rate amongst the Protestants before 1900 is because they taught their kids how to read scripture and they used the Bible to teach their kids how to read. There were no primers. There were no early reading books. There was nothing printed to say, here, here's how you can teach your kids how to read. It was they used the Bible. So all that to say the public school system has never been about producing high academic achievement and so on. The 
belief system, the deep-rooted belief system of the public school system has always been to separate the children from their parents and make them wards of the state. Now, people say, well, how can you say that? And I got a really good public school education when I was young, and it's really changed since then. It's like, well, maybe that's all well and good, and a lot of it does depend on who's the administrator, who's the school board, who are the teachers. However, the public school was system was never founded to teach your children to honor God, honor your parents, and to respect the traditions that have been for thousands of years. Namely, men are men, and women are women, and men marry women, and women marry men, and only women can have children. All these things that have come to fruition now, and the the silly, stupid, way-out belief system that has really taken our country by storm is, I believe, the fruition of a 100-year walk toward Marxism and Leninism. Why can I say this? Because Karl Marx and Marxism, which a lot of the public school system is based on, said, quote, keep people from their history and they are easily controlled, end of quote. The other thing that that Karl Marx has said was, quote, my object in life is to dethrone God and destroy capitalism, end of quote. Another quote by Marx, quote, take away a nation's heritage and they are more easily persuaded, end of quote. And the most heinous quote of all, in my opinion, that Karl Marx said, quote, the education of all children from the moment that they can get along without a mother's care shall be in state institutions, end of quote. And when you hear those words, state institutions, think public schools. Because public schools are government schools. Public schools carry out the will of the state. They carry out the will of the government. Public schools do not carry out the will of the parents or the will of the grandparents or the will of the family or the will of a heritage or teach accurate history. Why do they teach inaccurate history? Because if you can take away a nation's heritage, as Karl Marx said, you can more easily persuade them. This is the public school system, and I am so glad it's been revealed for what it is. No more hiding, no more fooling the parents to think, oh, we're we're here for you. We're here to help your children. No, they're not. Do not trust the public school system. In fact, I think we should do the opposite of what Karl Marx has said. He said, key people from their history and they are easily controlled. So what should we do to teach our kids? Teach children our history. Teach them the history of the United States of America. Teach them the history of your family. Teach them the history of your heritage. Teach your children their history so they will not be easily controlled. The other thing he said, my object in life is to dethrone God and destroy capitalism. Let's do the opposite. Let's enthrone God in his rightful place as creator of the universe, and as a God who sent his son Jesus to reconcile us back to God, and through Jesus, we can know the Father and have a walk with God that is unparalleled compared to anything else that this world could offer. And to destroy capitalism, let's encourage capitalism. Capitalism is the free and fair market trade of goods and services. This gives the people the decision what they want to eat, where they want to live, what they want to do with their lives, where they want to work. This is the beauty of capitalism is choices, 
not limiting our choices and having food shortages, which is so famous of communism and Marxism. And Marx's quote about the education of all children from the moment they can get along without a mother's care shall be in state institutions. Let's do the opposite. Let's leave children in a mother's care as long as possible in the formative years and put them in private institutions, keep them in the home, keep them in a school where the parents are the authority, where parents have choices and where parents are honored as the parents. So let's do the opposite of what Karl Marx is saying here, to have a better country, to have stronger families, and to have stronger communities. I think this is key in rebuilding America and taking America back from the indoctrination that so many of us has had, myself included, in the public school system. If you like this podcast, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you listen on, and please share it with a friend. I didn't even have time to put in all the facts and figures on public teacher salaries and pensions. Six-figure pensions. This is ridiculous. I wonder if they'll even miss all my facts and figures.